Broadcasting from behind the Second Amendment Iron Curtain in the shadows of the New York City skyline, this is Gun For Hire Radio, the voice of one million New Jersey gun owners, with your hosts, Sandy Berardi and Master Firearms Trainer, Anthony Calandra. Live from the land that freedom forgot, the most listened to Second Amendment broadcast in the nation. Welcome to it. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. So listen, I don't normally bait and switch, but my teaser was we're going to talk about Castle Doctrine and we're going to talk about other fallacies in New Jersey. But before, before we get into that, today is the last day to make a donation to Knife Rights and win a knife or two or a gun or three or four guns. Uh, KnifeRights.org is an ultimate organization to belong to. Free the knives, protect the knives. And for donations as little $20, you can get an entry to win ultimate beautiful prizes. One of them is an autographed knife, a K-Bar Becker BK-7 combat utility knife autographed by Anthony Calandro. Oh, no way. Plus another K-Bar Becker BK-7 for you to use, plus an autographed book, uh, Crime Proof. Sweet. Think like a criminal, beat them at their own game. There's literally hundreds of prizes. It's $20 an entry. But here's the deal. If you, for $60, if you get, you'll get four entries. You get one free, and you also get a yearly membership to Knife Rights. You can donate from $20 up to 1000 if you want. So check out KnifeRights.org. The best part about this is if you go on today and donate to win, the drawing starts tomorrow. Sweet. So it's not like you're buying a ticket and you're waiting 16 right, months, exactly, yeah. You know, before you have to see who the winners are. So you're you're gonna you're gonna buy a ticket, knifewrites.org. Buy a ticket, knifewrites.org. Click on the ultimate steel challenge, ladies and gentlemen. Very very important to support those who support you. Okay, you ready? <clears throat> so some fallacies I see on. Um, fascist book all the time the number one fallacy is that we do not have a castle doctrine in new jersey mm. we have a castle doctrine in new jersey do we have the greatest castle doctrine one, in new jersey no yeah. but we have one okay new jersey has a castle doctrine which means you do not have to retreat when inside your own home but there are certain rules that apply you cannot be the initial aggressor that caused any situation to take place. If you're the initial aggressor, then a duty to retreat exists. Okay? And also, if you can retreat with complete safety, then again, you have the duty imposed because you could escape with complete safety. So, if you were locked in a back room of your house and a guy was trying to break the door down and you could go out the back door, I guess the law would construe that you were incomplete safety and you could have gotten out but let's say that was happening and you had a child upstairs do you think you would not be able to defend your castle yes you would so we do have a castle doctrine now if you are not the initial aggressor and you cannot escape by any way of complete safety then you do not have to retreat now of course you have to maintain all the other rules of using deadly force which you should take a deadly force class we, we yep. teach a deadly force class here that's not a shameless plug I'm just saying you should take a, a, a use of force in a deadly force class because you should know the escalation of force and everything but you know castle doctrine comes back probably from the Roman Empire it probably came back from the Greek Empire which was stolen by the Romans and you know moved on over the years but 
You know, when the actor reasonably believes that such force is immediately necessary for the purpose of protecting himself against the use of unlawful force by such other person on the present occasion. In other words, New Jersey statutes make allowances for protecting yourself when your safety is being threatened. Be extremely careful when you interact with law enforcement, ladies and gentlemen, okay, because aggravated assault is a felony and it's an indictable crime. All right. So you want to make sure when the police come, you say, officer, I want to comply fully, but I'm experiencing chest pains and shortness to breath of breath. And I need to go to the hospital. And then while you're in the hospital, because you could possibly be having a heart attack or a stroke while you're at the hospital, that's when you pull your lawyer's business card out of your wallet, like Evan Knappen or whoever, you, you know, Frank Pisano or the criminal attorney. And you call them up. You do not submit to an interrogation without legal counsel. At your side. Abraham Lincoln said, any man who defends himself in a, a court of law has a fool for an attorney. This is the truth. The, if you say you're in a medical dire distress, they cannot pump you for answers. If you're given something to calm you down, they cannot pump you for answers, okay? You might say something stupid. We talked about this in so many other shows. Oh, my God, I didn't mean to shoot him. Oh, my God, it all happened so fast. I don't know what happened. Okay, what happens? Six months later, your lawyer is saying, you know, Aunt, if you kept your mouth shut, this would have been a lot easier to defend. So the prosecutor, Mr. Calandro, did you or did you not tell the uh, <laughs> officer on the scene, it all happened so fast you didn't know what happened? Uh, yes, I did, officer. But uh, nope, no, no further questions. Thank you. So now look how you look. It all happened. So it was at the moment. You don't remember what happened. Remember, we want to get this guilt off of our chest. I didn't mean to shoot him. It all happened so fast. Blah, 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 blah. Shut up. Do not submit to an interrogation until you have legal counsel by your side. But the first thing you want to do is you want to make sure that you get medical help. I don't care how young you are, how good a shape you are, okay? But you can use deadly force, all right? You, we do have a castle doctrine. Somebody's entering your home, all bets are off, all right? That's how it's supposed to be. This is one of the biggest misnomers that I hear all the time. Well, New Jersey doesn't have a castle doctrine. Shut up. We do. Now, uh, updates, updates, updates. Uh, I want to talk about a few updates because it's, it's over and over again where people just think we don't have anything going on in New Jersey. Uh, like people are like, uh, you know, I haven't got my carry permit yet. When is somebody going to sue? When is somebody going to do something? <laughs> it's been two weeks. <laughs> so Morristown, Sussex County, Sussex and Morris, the judge is issuing permits, no court appearance. Oh. They're just mailing them out. Passaic County, uh, Judge Capicella is requiring court of appearance. You're in there about 15 minutes. He asks you who you are. He says this is your carry permit. And his assistant, Todd, they sign everything off and they hand it to you. I would imagine eventually the judge there, it's going to be knocked out. Uh, but we were we were waiting patiently to see what would happen with Mars Sussex. And now we have uh, legitimate proof from customers bringing in and showing us their permits. We're still waiting to see what's going on in Bergen County. We're still waiting to see what's going on in Essex County for those counties that are right around us. Haven't heard anything from Union County either. Hudson County, I'm sure for a nominal donation, you'd be able to get your carry permit today. <laughs> but we haven't gotten one uh, update from uh, from anybody yet. So not to go off track, but I got to get this off my mind. Everybody prayed for Jules mm -hmm. and uh, – 
so Jules uh, stopped in this week with his lovely wife Sandra. That's great. And they're uh, they're doing great. He looks really really well. So Jules, I'm glad that you're doing well. I can't wait till you're coming back. Up, uh, I just got a text. Bergen County just started sending notices to people to pick up their permits. No wow. court no court appearance, ladies and gentlemen. No court appearance. How do you like that? Very good. Okay. Stick it here to Gun for Hire. Keep listening to us and you'll learn things as we go <laughs> along. Okay. You'll you'll continue to learn things. Uh so Sandy, Thursday night was a weird night at Gun for Hire. We had a diversity shoot. Yeah. We had somebody here from the Dick Heller Foundation. Wow. We had uh Charlie Cook from Riding Shotgun with Charlie. Wow. We had John Petrolino from Bearing Arms and the Pen Patriot and Decoding Firearms here. Like an all-star cast. We had David Rosenthal and Mr. Wong from CNJFO in the house. And we had, what's his name who runs the diversity shoot? I always forget that gun bunny's name. What the hell gun is his bunny. name? What the hell is his Oh, Tony Simon. He sold out all 25 tickets. Wow. And uh, had a great diversity shoot pizza. They all had cigars outside afterwards. I didn't find out about the cigars and stuff until I woke up 10 o'clock the next morning because I believe one of those guys roofied me. So uh, It had to be Simon Says Train. I think Tony roofied yeah, me. I yes, so. he did. Yeah. yeah. So uh, it was a great event, you know, and there'll be another one. This is August. September. Another one will be in October. Um, so the second is for everyone and diversityshoot.com or .org it is, I believe. So support those who support you. I love doing events like that. I just think, uh, you know, uh, the guys are, are great and the girls that showed up. There was just so many people and everybody had a great time. So That's what it's I all want, about, right? I mean, yeah. this is what, it, what it's been like in the, in the gun community for forever. Yeah, want to thank all the volunteers that show up to help Tony, uh, you know, get, uh, you know, every uh, thing together like he always does and getting all the donations. I donated a, a book, Crime Proof. I also donated uh, one of John Petrolino's books. He <laughs> was sitting right there. I said, I'm donating this for John. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we had, we had a good time. I was, it, was, it was great to catch up with everybody. I need that once in a while, yeah. you know. So, uh, for some of you that don't know it, we, uh, you know, Murphy passed some uh, new laws, and the funny thing is, he passed these laws, and uh, of course, the state police and the AG are not prepared f for any of this. So, the seven bills he signed into law on July fifth, I want to re-review them. Number one was uh, Assembly thirteen o two, which was the industry killer bill, which facilitates industry killing, endless harassment by the government. They're going to sue us for like advertising and stuff. California and Delaware passed the same thing, and this is going to end up going to the Supreme Court. Oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So the first manufacturer or the first retail store like me that they sue, we're going to end up going right to the Supreme Court. Yeah. Then the next bill is A1765, which is micro-stamping. <laughs> it's exploration and future mandating of non-existent technology to imprint a firearm serial number on every round fired. Who can say revolver? Who can say revolver? <laughs> Who can say attaching a little basket to the side of your firearm to catch exactly your breath? Right. They make those. Yeah, they also make bend down, pick it up, put it in your pocket. Yes. Uh, yeah. Well, no. Now, bend down, pick up in your pocket. That's right. Criminals have plenty of time because they don't get incarcerated. 
That's true, yeah. So the next one is the real tough one here, A4368, which is a ban on gun ownership without training, which we know is illegal constitutionally. You shouldn't have to take training to possess guns. Now, so since we do not know what the training is yet, there are many counties and towns that are not issuing firearms ID cards to initial applicants. They are also not issuing firearms ID cards to people for address changes or a lost firearms ID card because we're going for the new people from a digital firearms ID card to a firearms ID card that's going to have your picture on it and a fingerprint. But here's the problem. There is no new firearms ID card designed or in process yet. The state police doesn't have any money in their budget yet. It's over a month now wow. from when Murphy signed this on July 5th, okay? There's nothing set up, of course, in true government fashion, all right? This is the 12th, so it's a month and a week now, and no firearms IDs or cards will be issued. Now, some police departments are saying, F it, since we don't have the directive yet, they're processing FID cards. They're processing uh, uh, address changes and processing replacement FID cards. Some towns are digging in their heels. Bergen County prosecutor and sheriff said nobody processed anything, but I've seen pictures emailed to me of a few towns where people got their cards. In Bergen County? In Bergen County. They're doing it in defiance Good. of them because they know it's illegal. Yeah, absolutely. So, I, because I post this online that their cards are on hold, and then people post, you're wrong, you're stupid, who are you, what do you do? I heard Joe Schmo got his FID card. Yes, there are some towns that are basically turning a blind eye and processing them. So we've been in contact with the AG and the state police, and we're waiting, but a right delayed is a right denied. So right now, we're waiting for what the training is going to be. Now, I can tell you in my heart, my opinion, that... The NRA basics of rifle, pistol, or shotgun should be the national standard yeah, if we're going to have a training. Absolutely. There's only a problem with that. I'm sure the state police are okay with it. I'm sure the AG will be okay with it. But Governor Snaggletooth is not going to be okay with it because it's an NRA class, and he despises the NRA, even though it's the largest training organization, safety and education training organization, in the effing world, right. douche flute. Right. Okay. Okay. Seriously. So we're waiting, and I'll keep everybody updated on that. Okay. Of course, now A4370 is gun registration double standards for new residents. So if you move into the state of New Jersey with guns, you're going to have to get an FID card and register your firearms. There's no vehicle set up for that either yet on the state police website or anything. The next one was Senate Bill 1204, which ban there's a ban on 50 BMG firearms. So here's another Internet fallacy. It does not ban muzzle loaders. It does not ban 50 A&E. It does not ban any of that. It bans 50 BMG by name. Okay, BMG is the only one that's banned. Now, people who previously owned them are grandfathered in. So I own two of them at the range. They're grandfathered in. But... We have to register them and pay a $50 registration fee a year. Is there a registration form or fee portal set up yet, Sandy? No, of course not. No, of course not. We're waiting for a director from the state police, the AG, and the governor. But we signed it into law already, and we're ready to enforce it, but we just don't know how. Right, and you can imagine like what's going to happen the minute they start enforcing things where they stop people who haven't uh, have no address change on their uh, FID card, where they go to 
purchase another firearm and their and their FID card does not match their fire uh, uh, their uh, driver's license. Driver's uh, license. They have uh, in in stops where in, where uh, certain certain laws uh, come into place that that they have no. Um, they have no mechanism in order to be able to carry out what's necessary, but it's not going to stop them from prosecuting you. Right. Isn't it great? It's wonderful. So the, ne- yeah, the next one is S2905. It's 10 years in jail for previously legal kit guns and under unserialized guns. 10 years in jail. S2846, bills that either failed to pass both houses or were blunted, I'm sorry, were blunted uh, for their impact on honest gun owners include safe storage legislation, blocking the exercise of Second Amendment rights in the home, and a bill banning gun ownership until age 21, and the Gulag bills mandating pretrial imprisonment for those accused of hyper-technical infractions. So we managed to stave those off. NRA, ANJRPC, CNJFO, uh, NJ2AS, and obviously all of you out there who called, emailed, Emailed, faxed, sent letters, and whatever else we all did together. So I want to thank all of you for that. Now, I'm going to save Dan's case for last, but I want to talk about uh, some of the other cases that are challenges. So if you don't know this already, and you should have, I did a tip of the spear raffle for a good year where we were raising money for the five families, and it was Firearms Policy Coalition, NJ2AS, CNJFO, uh, ANJRPC and Second Amendment Foundation. We have a case that we're trying to get rid of New Jersey's firearms ID card scheme. And it's, it's progressing right now. Okay. It is definitely progressing. And we want to become like Pennsylvania where you just walk in with your driver's license and you buy something and you get a NICS check. Right. So the, this is spearheaded by Firearms Policy Coalition, by the way, FPC. Uh, Adam Kraut and all of those guys there. So this case is in the cooker, ladies and gentlemen, okay? This is in the cooker, and post-Bruin now, this was one of the cases that's been remanded down, okay? It wasn't remanded down already. It was in the pipeline, by the way. It wasn't at the Supreme Court. But this is one of the cases that was on hold waiting for the Supreme Court's ruling. This is very, very important for us, okay? And so it is in the cooker, now, we have another lawsuit. There's a few of them going on. Cheeseman's working with FPC. Dan Schmutter's working with ANJRPC. We have a New Jersey uh, to get rid of the ban on assault rifles, the AK-47s and AR-15s, you know, with the scary, evil features. Yeah. All right. So we have these two cases which are being fast-tracked. Oh, as well, there's one in California that's being uh, uh, fast-tracked as well. And there's one in Maryland that's being fast-tracked as well. So... You know, again, ARs, black rifles are not used in your standard crime that they, they're always saying. But we have all of these organizations. And for you newbies out there, the ANJRPC, the Association of New Jersey Rifle and Pistol Clubs, is the state affiliate of the NRA since 1934 in New Jersey. We have our own range up in Highland Lakes in Vernon. We have our own board of directors. I'm the executive vice president. Scott's the executive director. Kathy Chatterton is the president. We're all volunteers, us, uh, all of us people on the board. Now, we are the state affiliate of the NRA. Scott Bach and I are both on the board of the NRA. And we're, all have, we're always involved with the Institute for Legislative Action, whether it's lawsuits, whether it's lobbying or whatever. Now, ANJRPC employs Rob Nixon as a lobbyist in Trenton. 
to keep an eye open and his finger on the pulse. NRA employs Darren Goins, who's a lobbyist for the NRA federally and in our state. So for you people out there that say the NRA doesn't do anything, when are they going to do anything, they forgot about us, or there's no lawsuits, there's nothing going on, I'm telling you right now, Firearms Policy Coalition, Second Amendment Foundation, New Jersey uh, Second Amendment Society, CNJFO, NRA, ANGRPC, there are six organizations Six prongs working different ways, some cases together, some cases in parallel, okay? You have to do what you have to do to try to get cases across the finish line. So, again, there is things being done. If you don't know that, it's because you don't belong to these organizations and you don't donate to these organizations. Right. That's the key. You need to join these organizations, and you need to have your finger on the pulse. We need all of you. And, you know, to join all six organizations would be less than $200 a year, by the way. Regardless of what you think of what's going on, the inner workings of whatever organization, all of those organizations have different infrastructures and different tentacles out there that are handling things. And we need your support. So, excuse me, did I make that clear? Yeah, and pick one Hit of me. them. Otherwise, we don't have any respect whatsoever for you as a gun owner. Yeah, pick all six. Yeah. But if you can't afford it, one. And if somebody in your family asks you what you want for your birthday, let them buy you a membership. Exactly. Or buy a membership for somebody else in your family. And the organization that everybody in New Jersey should be a member of is the state organization. $40 a year to yeah, be. Wait, let me bucks. check. Let me check. Hold on. I have the brochure in front of me right now. Oh, I'm so slow. $40 a year for an annual adult membership, okay? $40 a year. If you're over 60, you cheap bastards, it's $35 a year. And you get the newsletter and you get the updates. So, And then you maybe would know what's going on. And you wouldn't post things or people yeah. wouldn't post things online. Like, when did something happen? What happened? <laughs> we got carry. Can I carry hollow points now? Why don't we have national reciprocity? Why don't we have uh, constitutional carry? Why can't I still carry hollow points? Why can't I only carry 10 rounds? Slackers, you're not doing shit, none of you. I'm sitting here on my couch with the Cheeto stains on my fingers. My mom's <laughs> calling me up from the basement because my meatloaf is ready, and you guys are aggravating me. I might not even be able to eat my butter pecan ice cream tonight. Oh, Rocky Road ice cream tonight. I'm so upset because none of you are fighting for my rights. That's so perfect. <laughs> so. We are suing to overturn the mag ban. So the other hater thing is, why are we only suing for 15 rounds? Not, why not unlimited? So our legal eagles reviewed everything, and they felt that it would be best to have a lawsuit that reverted us back from 10 rounds to 15 rounds. It had the best probability of winning as opposed to going to unlimited at the time. Now, remember, our lawsuit, December, it's going to be three years that we launched this lawsuit. Uh, I don't have my finger on the pulse, but it might have been December 8th, 2018, when the mag band came in. Yeah. Is this 22, 2019? December 8th, 2019. It's yeah. going to be three years. So it was decided by legal that it would be best to go from 10 rounds to revert back to 15 rounds. So now this lawsuit has been banging around for two and a half years, and the Supreme Court held it, and it was remanded back down to the lower court. And that's why we're not going for unlimited. There are other cases out there that will eventually make it to the courts 
under the post-Bruin strict scrutiny or ultra-strict scrutiny doctrine that will affect that. But this case is in play already. Now, if you're upset with the 15-round mags, would you like us to just cancel this case and start over again, and in another three or four years, we'll address it? We can always do that. We can always do that. Right. So let's assume we're not going to do that. So this was an update from ANGRPC. The first wave is what it's to become a tsunami of lawsuits following the Bruin case is already underway in New Jersey, thanks to the U.S. Supreme Court's post-Bruin actions taken on magazine bans and so-called assault firearms bans. The Supreme Court had been holding a number of cases pending its its ruling of Bruin. One was ANJRPC's appeal in its challenge to New Jersey's arbitrary 10-round magazine limit. Another was an appeal to a challenge to Maryland's assault weapons law. This week, after Bruin was decided, the Supreme Court nullified lower court rulings in both pending cases and sent them back to the lower federal courts in both states to be decided again this time under the new rules announced in Bruin. That suggests strongly that a favorable outcome for gun owners in both cases is likely. Because the magazine ban case originated in New Jersey, it is on a fast track procedurally and could be redirected in New Jersey relatively quick. Because the assault firearms case originated in Maryland, a new case had to be brought in New Jersey to address the Garden State's law directly. This case will probably take longer than the mag ban case to be decided. These two cases mark just the first round of New Jersey's gun law challenges in the post-Bruin era. Since the issues in them have already been determined by the Supreme Court to have been wrongfully decided previously, they were ripe for immediate litigation now. But there will be much more coming in the future on a wide variety of issues. Please, please sign up for our free email alerts for updates. So you don't even have to spend $40, but <laughs> for, for free, you can get the email alerts. Or for free, you can listen to Gun for Hire Radio as well, right? So you But you're still riding too. along in the cart and not pulling the cart. Correct, correct. So... So that's what we want everybody to do. Now, so Dan has been going back and forth with uh, the state of New Jersey with this assault rifle case. And uh, he's trying to get, you know, the state's position. He's trying to get this case heard right away on the 10-round magazine. And, of course, the AG in New Jersey is fighting it tooth and nail and asking for more time, you know. Uh, which which sucks. And Dan is saying, you know, you can't go for a second or third bite at the apple. We're talking about this all the time. And he says, you know, he says the state is seeking now is a do-over uh, in which it gets a second chance to create the historical record that it made a strategic choice to forego the first time around. Not only would that unfairly burden pay, plain, plaintiffs and appellants, appellants uh, whew, uh, with years of additional delay and expense while continuing to deprive them of their fundamental constitutional rights, it would be an exercise in futility. For the historical record is not going to change, and it is already clear. There is already a, no longstanding history of this regulation. All right, And he goes, it was remanded from the Supreme Court to the lower court. There is no need to develop any further record in the district court to resolve this case. Dan is trying to get this case heard in front of a judge right now. And the uh, legal eagles for New Jersey are freaking out because they know he's going to win. So it's delay tactics and try to hear it again and let's talk about it again. And, you know, Dan's not having anything of it. And if, unless, again, unless we get an activist judge, there's a good chance this case is going to be heard sooner than later. 
and all of you are going to be happy out there, and you're going to be thanking us all out there for fighting. And everybody who's been donating, and like Jim Howard and everybody else out there, all of you that have been sending money to all of these organizations, you know, we don't ask for any money, uh, Gun for Hire Radio. All we want is to win. That's right. all we want is to win and uh, at all costs, and uh, it's not cheap. But the other thing is we need to be more active. We need to be more educated. We need to each one reach one and teach people about what's going on. Again, not a week goes by. People walk in with their guns and stuff. When did we go to 10-round magazines? <laughs> I've been a gun owner for 30 years in New Jersey. I didn't hear about this. Oh, God. Anyway, yeah, this is this is always a tough thing that we have to that we have to deal with. So, uh, you know, I did you see that they raided Trump's uh, house? They did yeah. I That's don't know all the details about it. It looks like yeah. I don't I don't know all the details about it, but you know, us gun owners, <laughs> like we don't know that yeah. this is that not going to yeah, happen. Exactly right. Uh, this is what we've been warning about and talking about because they've they've weaponized the FBI. Who the hell even knows what the FBI's goals are anymore? But we are definitely on the wrong side because they do not like us. It is not guns they hate, ladies and gentlemen. It is us that they hate. And we've been saying that for 12 years and 12 years of proof have keep coming and coming and coming. Again, I get people that send me a message. Uh, I sent an email to Strike Force, but Dan Schmutter wants some permission to put my name on the letter, and I'm reluctant to do it. And I have to say, <sighs> if not now, when? Yeah. If not us, who? Right. Seriously. Right. Now is the time. You're on the effing list already. Yes, you are. You're on the list. You're a gun owner. You're on the list. You probably read Breit Breitbart News or Fox News or ON News or something. You're on the list. Yeah. Forget it. Okay, now is the time to take the stand. This is a, a, a multi-pronged thing going on throughout the state, and all these police departments that are not complying, and all of these uh, prosecutors that are not complying, and counties and judges or whatever, now is the time. Okay, a rising tide raises all boats, right? Lifts all boats, right? Well, the tide is rising right now, so get in your dinghy. Yep. And get up there. Jump in with us. All right. Listen, yeah. we got to do it. Listen, you don't have to go out and take a public stand or whatever, but if your name has to, if you're a law abiding taxpayer in your town and your rights are being denied, you don't want your name on the list? You don't want your name on the list. You shouldn't even have to ask that. Okay. You know, and this is, yeah, those of you who feel this way have to understand something. It's just simply that the government itself, um, want you to feel the way you do they mm -hmm. want to keep you from saying anything doing anything they do it with the irs code they want they, you scared they absolutely want you scared because scared people don't riot exactly exactly and i'm telling you right now you have to have to have to take the stand now it's yeah, too late we've absolutely. gone too far listen if they're going to uh, if they're going to, uh, if they're going to be doing this and we're on the list and they do this to, a, you know, uh, an ex-president, we can't, <laughs> we can't not get involved. Now, listen, you all know I'm not 100% fan of Trump. I think Trump 
was a great disruptor. And I was hoping he wasn't going to run again, but this whole raid now, he's running again. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he's running again. So you know what? I got to I gotta have fun and ride it out then. Here we go. It's going to be a fun five be, years. It's going to be something fun to do. Yep. Here we go. It's going to be another five years. So let's see. I'm 61. By the time he gets in office, 63. From 63 to eight, 68, it's going to be a hell of a ride. <laughs> Maybe he's learned. He's not on Twitter anymore. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he's learned a little bit about shutting his mouth and not punching down anymore. I don't know. Well, you know, I don't know. But they're not going to have I'm it. Praying. They're just I'm like praying. they're not going to have it. They, I mean, no, no other president, no other politician in the history of the United States that I know of. I mean, correct, correct me if I'm wrong. That I know of has ever been persecuted. As much as this poor son of a bitch, and like you know, I I didn't I didn't vote for the guy the first time, <laughs> you know. Again, you know, for the same. I reasons. did, yeah. Same I reasons. did because because he didn't speak like a politician, and he still doesn't. But yes, listen, yes. it's going to be some ride, and let's see what it's like. It's going to be good if you're a career uh, person in Washington D.C. You're probably going to be unemployed pretty soon. Let's hope. So. Well, that'll because if no, he this, wins, this, he's going to fire everybody. Yeah, let me let me tell you from the belly of the beast, I've seen it, and it is it is the most rock solid. I once had a very famous figure uh, that everyone would know uh, say to me, uh, and uh, as a matter of uh, as a matter of counseling, say to me, uh, Berardi, just let it roll off your back because. We control this. These assholes come and go every four years. We will always <coughs> be here. We are in charge. And that comes directly from one of the head of the swamp organizations. Um, and let me tell you, I can tell you, it's, you know, we used to have a saying, right? Shit rises, right? Shit floats. Mm -hmm. And um, guess what's in charge of your government, ladies and gentlemen? It's a scatocratic society. Let's say that. <laughs> scatocratic. I like that. Uh, so uh, another thing I want to talk about is, you know, the ATF is obviously weaponized as well. Uh, an FBI, uh, an ATF agent resigned, and his letter, his his letter of resignation was a six-page letter, and he wrote after 18 years of uh, uh, service, he explains that he didn't do the job for money. Are fun. He wanted to put violent criminals behind bars, but lately he doesn't feel like he knew what the mission was anymore. Uh, he says, uh, for the past couple of years, I've found myself asking why a lot more often. And uh, he talks about how the woke left is running the country, and basically they're going after law-abiding citizens yeah. as opposed to criminals. Yep. And like Evan Knappen says, the reason they go after us law-abiding citizens is because we're easier to catch. Low-hanging fruit. Yeah. Exactly. Criminals are harder to catch. And, uh, you know, he talks about how the police, police officers are decimated now. You throw Molotov cocktails at them, and they still, you know, they don't get any prison time or whatever. And, uh, you know, it's just uh, Jonathan Crump wrote this article for Ammo Land, and it was, it was a really good article. And it just goes to show you that the rank-and-file guys and girls are disgusted. Yeah, they are disgusted. You know, we talked about last week how, like, uh, you know, 450 crimes in New York were done by 10 people. Right. 10 people. 10 people committed 450 crimes. And if you're a cop, you lock the person up while you're having lunch, they're committing the same crime again. Yep. 
And then you have to go through the whole process of locking them up. And then, God forbid, you lock them up, you use excessive force, somebody takes a snip <laughs> on their camera or something, you lose your pension, or the 67th time you're locking this guy up, he resists, and you break your back, and you get paralyzed for life, where he should have been locked up for the first time. Down in Franklin Township, New Jersey, they just locked up this guy, uh, raped a woman in a park at knife point. He raped another woman at a park in 2011 at knife point. Oh. Why is he still out on the street? Right. So t- he took a two-year break, and now he's raping women in a park again. Yeah, he might have been in some uh, <laughs> in some rehab uh, situation oh, yeah. somewhere. It helped you know? too. You can see yeah, that, no, that, re- that rehab sure. rehab really really helped for him. You know, so uh, you know this is the crap that we have to that we have to deal with all the time. Yeah, and uh, it's it's horrific. You know, and meanwhile, what are they worried about? New York, the highest crime ever, and the the governor of New York just changed. Uh, they're not allowed to use inmate anymore. All government oh. documents, paperwork, has the word inmate is removed. And guess what it's changed to? Uh, a customer? Incarcerated what? person. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, now it's uh, out of control. Incarcerated person, like the average person that has to take the subway or a single mom that's got to worry about getting mugged or raped and worried about their kids passing junkies laying on the street with needles sticking out of their arms. They have they take the time incarcerated person. We don't want to offend those people by identifying them in the wrong way. All right, let's take a break and do uh, some housekeeping. What what do you got to say? Housekeeping! Housekeeping! <laughs> housekeeping! <laughs> okay, stop looking at the window. Go ahead. <laughs> hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm stretching my back. Oh, yeah? I can't okay. sit like this anymore. All right, well, uh-huh. that's good. So, I'm glad uh, everybody wants to hear this. <laughs> so I'm taking, uh, real quick, rehab. Yeah. Rehab. The rehab guy is really, really good. It's uh, Vigor uh, Rehab. It's on 1225 McBride F. Oh. Two doors down. I'm going three days a week and he's been most of my stretching and flexing i've been laying on my back and he pushes my knee against his shoulder my foot against his shoulder and he keeps pumping like reciprocating to you know bend it more and more and the other day for the first time he had me laying on my stomach and he bends my leg up and he's basically trying to get my foot to to touch the small of my back you know we're about four feet away but he's trying to close that gap and you know what he says to me if it gets to be too much just tap out i turn to him i go what's this fucking mma I thought it was PT. Now we're tapping out. He didn't even give me a safe word. <laughs> and I hope he's paying for this commercial. <laughs> let me well, let me tell you something, Sandy. Three days a week, I'm yeah. bending my foot like 115, my leg 115 degrees now. That's fantastic. All right, I'm trying to get to, I think it's 130, and then I can go back to ballet lessons. Nice. Yes. I All right. for that to see that. Boom. Boom. Housekeeping. Right. Marty's V Burger. Marty's V Burger.com. Mention Gun for Hire or Gun for Hire Radio. Get 20% off. I'll go to New York and eat it or order it online at Marty's V Burger.com and pick it up in New Jersey at Freakin' Vegans in Prospect Park on Free on uh, on Freakin' Fridays. Gary Mastrangelo, Mr. Beef Eater, Brontosaur Burger Eater, had one of Marty's V Burgers. He ate the whole thing and said it was deadly. I'm telling nice. you, the shit's good. Uh, the next thing is NY Tac Defense. If you own firearms or any weapons in New York, it's the only legal defense fund that's available. Uh, Peter Tillum owns NY Tac Defense. The brochures are at the range, ladies and gentlemen. If you use code Gun for Hire, one word, you get three dollars and fifty cent a month off the monthly membership of thirty five dollars, and you get fifteen dollars off the annual membership. 
U.S. Law Shield. U.S. Law Shield brochures are here, too. If you're going to carry a gun, you own a gun or a knife in New Jersey, U.S. Law Shield is the only legal defense that is legal. Code is gun for hire, one word, for 10% discount monthly. Decoding Firearms by John Petrolino, available Amazon or here in the Pro Shop. The Gun Lawyer Podcast by Evan Knappen, exposing the truth about the laws designed to strip you of your freedoms. Did he get back on point this week, Sandy? He did get back on point. All yeah. right, good. No more lottery shit. Thank you. Next. No <laughs> support those who support you. The quarantine crawl eventually will be the concealed carry call or the quarry crawl, probably. 352A businesses, products, services, doctors, everything. Quarantinecrawl.com. Bookmark it on your mobile device. My book, Crime Proof, Think Like a Criminal and Beat Them at Their Own Game. Available at the store, Amazon, Kindle. Uh, or crimeproofbook.com, you can order it. My doctor, Dr. Joe Sampatero, Optimal Health Wellness NJ. Let me tell you something. If you want concierge medicine, telemedicine, you can text him, you can call him, you can email him. He will make a house call, God damn it, for a few hundred dollars a month. You can have access to your own doctor. Never more than 250 patients, not 2,500 or 25,000 in a medical group. Right. Lake Island Rifle and Pistol Club in Cotteret, New Jersey, is looking for junior rifle members between 12 and 18 years old to learn firearm safety and to complete compete in small bore and air rifle competition. L-A-K-E-I-S dot org. Get there. The gun store at Gun for Hire, 2,200 square feet. We have 800 guns, Sandy. We have 400 guns for rent. We have 800 guns in stock. We have SIGs. We have Kimbers. We have Wilsons. We have everything coming in soon, opening up big accounts with everybody. Come on and check it out. We are your dealer. If you check out our prices, member and non-member pricing on ammo and guns, you will never, ever go anywhere else. I am telling you right now. Zen Float Center, Scotch Plains, Park Avenue, Sharon Decker, ZenFloatCenter.com. Go have a float. Do not do peyote buttons or mushrooms before you go. Okay? <laughs> Sharon will be checking. Uh, Mortgage Unlimited. Mortgage Unlimited is in uh, Outwater Lane in Gawfield, and it's George T. at Mortgage Unlimited. Dot com for all of your mortgage needs. He'll even give you a complimentary mortgage evaluation or pre-approval consultation. Sandy, tell us about Just Sean's and Crossroad Kitchens, please. Just Sean's is located in the beautiful city of Greenville, South Carolina. It is an excellent, excellent. Sean is a wonderful chef, and uh, it's probably southern food at its best. Mm-hmm. Crossroads mm-hmm. Kitchen. Uh, is located just over the horizon in <coughs> Columbus, North Carolina, both really right off I-26, especially Crossroads <coughs> Kitchen. Two great, talented chefs operating out of all places, a gas station with gourmet food. Uh, really a cool place. Uh, so beautiful. By the way, Crossroads Kitchen's with a K. K-R-O-S-S. Sorry, I got a crick in my nick. A crick in my nick. If you're having problems, FID cards, carry permit, anything, strike force at anjrpc.org. Dan is busting out the cease and desist letters. We're not ready to go to DEFCON 6 yet, but we're busting out the cease and desist letters. We are on top of it. Strike force at anjrpc.org. If you're getting your permits, if you're getting FID cards, if you're getting carry permits, 
Email Anthony at Gun for Hire. I just want to know the town and county. You can give me your first name, last initial, or no name at all. I just need to know, and let me know if you had to go before a judge or not, if there was any other additional requirements needed. We're still compiling this database so we can help everybody else out. So we talked about this a billion times, and there's a reason for it. But the Biden administration just defended, again, the federal ban on gun possession by medicinal marijuana users. Mm-hmm. Evan Knappen coined the phrase many, many years ago, bang or bong. You can't do both. So let's review for the newbies. If you have a recreational or medicinal marijuana card, even if it's legal in the state you reside in, even if you have a prescription from the doctor or the VA, you are disqualified from possessing, shooting, handling firearms. It is a felony because federal law still bans it. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, but that's the way it is. Now, I think that the Biden administration is still supporting this because, A, the lobbyists, what happens is when the, when the weed companies are all bought out by the tobacco companies, then they'll buy our politicians and then they'll change the law federally. Yeah. Right either now the they're tobacco gonna, companies or the, or the uh, soft drink companies. Correct. They're going to continue to make it difficult right now so that the value of these weed companies doesn't go skyrocket. Right. Okay. So that's what that's the whole process here. Always follow the money, ladies and gentlemen. So it has nothing to do with any type of morality thing or anything. It's all about bucks. All of your growers now and all the processors in the stores, they all tend to be mom and pops. You can fight me now about that. I know there is some corporate type dispensaries and corporate type. Places that are growing and cultivating the weed. But when Altria and Philip Morris and RJR Nabisco start buying them all out. Mm -hmm. Or Big Pharma. Yeah, or Big Pharma. About a year, year and a half later, or Coca-Cola or Pepsi, then you will see it will be allowed, like alcohol. So you can drink a fifth of Jim Beam and you can go shoot a gun. But if you served honorably in the military and have a little post-traumatic stress disorder or backache and you get medicinal marijuana on a prescription, a small dose, you can't touch a gun. Yeah. Okay, so it's a two-pronged thing here. Number one is we're keeping the value of all this weed business down, and the second thing is we're continuing to discriminate against law-abiding gun owners. So it's a win-win right now for the establishment in Washington, D.C. Would you agree? Yeah, pretty much. <coughs> so this is, the, this is how it works in this country. Believe me, this is how it works. So bang or bong, ladies and gentlemen, please let your friends and family members know. If they go to a dispensary and fill a prescription or something, you've now committed a felony if you have a firearms ID card and you possess guns. So please be careful. Okay? Next. This fits right into the world we live in. Did you know there's an alarming decline in the number of high school graduates going to college? I think that's good. I do, too. I think it's great because they've just become indoctrination campuses. Yes, exactly. And I think more kids should seek trades. Absolutely. We still are always going to need good carpenters and electricians and plumbers and engineers. But they're toxic. That's toxic masculinity. Uh, Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, they're uh, <coughs> ding, ding, ding. I mean, women do this very, very well. Um, you know, and let me tell you something. You're absolutely right. Uh, even in many, many, almost every country, um, the, the medical schools don't require you to go to college first. We do here in the United States because it's big, big, big business and has been like that for a very, very long time. And uh, yet you can go to medical school, I believe, in, in, in many 
countries, you get an MBBS, a medical baccalaureate and a baccalaureate surgery, and then just come over here to the United States, uh, many uh, doctors have from other countries, and just get it equated over to a medical doctorate over here in um, in the United States, Canada, places like that. But um, they don't waste their time with liberal studies and all the other nonsense. They go directly into you know, into the profession that they wanted, very similar to a trade school. Mm -hmm. Uh, And a trade school is probably one of the best things you can do um, because you're going to start making money right from the beginning. Uh, I don't know any... Well, we're going to be getting rid of everybody's school school student debt. We're canceling that. Yeah, yeah, right, right. And and when you stop and think about it, I mean, if you're going to go get a, a, a doctorate in, I don't know, name whatever farcical thing that is that is being given today and these kids just keep going deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper into debt how long before you start to earn and what are you going to earn with a doctorate in 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 uh, uh in in uh gender studies i i don't what could you possibly earn other than teach other idiots I, I just, I just don't know. That's what it is. It's just a vicious circle of idiots teaching idiots, right? Yeah, yeah, is that what it comes I, I, down it's to? What it seems to be, I don't know. It, to me, it does. Like art just, therapy. You know, it's it's funny. I remember years ago, I hired a guy who was one of the sharpest people I ever had working for me as a department head, and he um, had a back a bachelor's degree back in the time that a bachelor's degree actually meant something. He he went into retirement, and then he came back out of retirement because he said, uh, in his words, his wife would kill him otherwise. And um, I hired him when he was about, oh, 70 years old or so. So he had, and this is going back probably about 25 years ago. So uh, he had a degree from, you know, a four-year degree, and I would match him against anybody Um as far as just general depth of knowledge and just knowledge that they had back in high school back then that kids today it's sad they don't even know uh, they can't even name states in 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 the united states they can't they don't even know who fought in the civil war but they know all 87 genders oh yeah like i don't even know what all of this stuff means like cisgender i have have no idea they just make shit up and we're supposed to know what it means (laughs) no no uh, not me and then we're persecuted if we don't know well i don't give a shit persecute me i just i'm old enough you're old enough we don't care anymore f off exactly right F off is all I have to say. See, I'm not following you, any You of guys are shit. privy now to the conversations we have off air. Oh, you you would love to you'd love to be at a diner with the two of us. Oh my! By the way, I say Taylor Ham, bitches. I grew up in North Jersey. That's Sorry, right. yeah. fight me. Screw <laughs> screw the company that invented the stuff. It doesn't matter what they call it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, that's yeah, it. That's me it too. Me. I grew up saying Taylor Ham too. Yeah, North Jersey's Taylor Ham. Yeah. Central and South is pork roll. That's and okay. in South Carolina, it's they have no freaking idea. <laughs> uh, let's do no. Let's do a little learning thing here right now. So this guy was a consultant at Hudson Regional Hospital. He was a marketing director. He was a consultant. And his name is Reuven A. or something of Elmwood Park. And he was taken to custody at Newark's International Airport by Secaucus Police with assistance from the U.S. Department of Homeland Security. He was charged with possession of an assault firearm and two counts of possession of high-capacity magazines. So he had in a closet at his job uh, 
11 handguns and 27 rifles and shotguns at a closet at his job on an administrative floor of the hospital. Okay. And he's he's cooperating with the investigation, but what the hell is wrong with you? And he, of course, he had to have high-capacity magazines. <laughs> and, of course, here they go again with the assault rifle. What is the uh, assault rifle? Was it a black rifle? Yeah. Was it an AK or an AR? Was it Jersey legal? Yeah, yeah. Okay. But uh, there was a bomb threat at the hospital, and they brought a bomb dog in, and the dog went right to this closet. <laughs> no doubt. And when they opened the closet, they found a nice little starter collection of 47 guns. <laughs> and now he's going to go to jail. Marketing director, all right? He wasn't no, uh, like, criminal. Right. But he is now. He is now. Because he's stupid. Right. But his wife didn't want him to keep the guns at home. Yeah. I mean, Did he have uh, kids in the house? I'll just lockers. leave them in a closet at work. Yeah, right. What could go wrong? <laughs> it's just... It's beyond comparison. Uh, I don't, you know, we see this all the time, though. I mean, right? I mean, you see the stuff walking into your into your range every day. <laughs> Let's see the stuff people pull out. It's just like it's like, oh my god! You know, you can't uh, have the, that. The right? pin fell out on my adjustable <laughs> stock, and I like it like this. Yeah. Oh, that's good. <clears throat> can I shoot these at the range? No, those are tracers. <laughs> But I got them real cheap at the Oaks Gun Show. Yeah. So go shoot them at the Oaks Gun Show. Right, exactly. Yeah. I got this drum magazine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got stories. Oh, oh my God. Man. The shit that's been dragged in here. Uh, <clears throat> Allegedly, of course. Yeah. So here's some, here's some, some emails. I got a few more stories. But Joe P., Anthony, I just wanted to let you know the North Hanover PD seems to be delaying FID cards and permits. I put in for my change of address, address and two permits on 7-5. On the day Snaggletooth submitted the new law, by the way. It's now 8-6, and I still haven't received anything from them. All this time I've been trying to contact them and leave messages and haven't received even a call. I was able to finally get someone on the phone the week of July 25th, and they said they're delayed because of the CCW applications and the state police with new regulations. This thought you should know. We sent a letter, by the way, for Strike Force, and he said thank you for your help and everything. But thank you, Joe P. I need to keep posted on this. They're blaming the, the – you know what? If you don't like the flow, then hire more people if it's too backed up or streamline it a little bit. Right? Maybe yep. don't send reference letters out. You're not supposed. The state police said. I found out from an insider. The state police said, the when you foot put the three references on your carry application, you're getting them notarized that they gave you a reference in good standing. But police departments are mailing out individual references to your references, reference letters, and waiting for them to come back. It's the state police says it's not needed. This is a good one. Bob Brooks, Gun for Hire alumni from back in Belleville, worked here a little bit part-time, disappeared for about five or six years, had a sex change, changed back to the original sex, and now he's coming around to the range again. I, I may have elaborated or embellished a little bit on that. But anyway, Bob Brooks, and just quick note, thank you for being the central coordinator for all two-way efforts in New Jersey. If not for you, I can't imagine any of the other New Jersey two-way organizations, lawyers, pundits, etc., having the reach they enjoy. 
and a thank you still cannot define the depths of gratitude and I'm sure uh, uh, have for you and what uh, I'm sure I have for you and what you have gone through and been able to comp- accomplish. F you, haha, Bob Brooks. I sent him back a picture of me giving the middle finger at physical therapy. So, and he did it LOL back. So I just love I love my people. Uh, <clears throat> thank you so much, Bob. I miss you. I hope you get down to the range a little more often now that we have uh, Carrie in New Jersey. This is from Scott and Parsippany. And I just want to let you know today I received my permit to carry, and I have to thank you and a great team in uh, Gunfire for helping me get it done. I attended your qual class early in June, and thanks to your guidance and assistance, I received my permit about five weeks later. Keep up the great work, and thank you for all you do for support the Second Amendment here in New Jersey. Um, you are welcome to share this, blah, blah, blah. Oh, I wasn't supposed to say to town. Sorry. It's kind of too late now, but it's, it's okay. We've gotten about 20 people got their permits from Parsippany already. Yowza! <laughs> Anthony, Pablo Ruggiero. I just uh, called my police department in Westwood, Bergen County. Boo-hoo. Due to changing my address a month ago and not receiving any new card or updates on it, I moved from Hillsdale to Westwood, next town over. The detective explained that they are waiting on handing out new FID cards because people need training prior to obtaining them, and he doesn't know what to do for people who are just changing their address, whether or not they get grandfathered in without any training prior to obtaining a new FID card. Everybody's getting trapped in this. Pablo, we're on it. We're waiting for the AG and the state police to come up with the new firearms ID card, I guess. I don't know. It's going to be a lawsuit with an injunction shortly, by the way. Uh, Anthony, I just submitted my CCW application to the South Amboy PD. So far, so good. No probing questions and no extra paperwork. No problems. Ed Serino, thank you so much, Ed. I need to know this, all these towns that are coming through. Uh, So the law says, basically, and I got this from an insider, Phoebe, the law says that uh, a person who obtained a a PPH, pistol permit, or FPIC prior to July 5th would not be required to complete a course of instruction. We take this to mean that if someone got a firearms ID card five years ago and now they are applying for handgun purchase permits, they would not need to show training. That is correct, by the way. They should not need to show training. But the problem is that... uh, if it's a new FID card that has to be issued, it's a new one, and we don't know what it looks like. We don't know what it's going to be. So this is where the delay is. So I know a lot of you are frustrated out there. Believe me, our phones, we get 25 phone calls and 15 emails a day, all right, that are telling me uh, that uh, they're waiting for their FID card. They want to know what the training class is going to be. They want to take the training class. I'd love to help them all, but I can't do anything until – listen – if I tell somebody, well, take the NRA basics of pistol, rifle, shotgun, and a month and a half from that, a state police come out and say, we're not accepting that. We have our own training, and we have to send instructors down to Seagirt, and we have to get certified, blah, blah, like SORA, like the Security Officers Requirements Act. Then I feel like, shit, I took people's money. Yeah. I don't, yeah. don't want to do that. Right. That's yeah. not how I operate. Yep. So uh, I know a lot of people want to jump the gun and get the training ahead of time, but that's not how we operate, so we're not going to do it. Here's a lengthy email from a Matt. I am a longtime member of the NRA and strong believer in the constitutional right for law-abiding individuals to keep and bear arms. I'm writing to provide some information regarding my experience in recently submitting my permit application, carry permit. I've educated myself through the years by staying up to date with legislation both locally and nationally that impact our rights, two-way rights. As a result of this recent SCOTUS decision in the Broom case, I made the decision to pursue my constitutional right to carry a handgun for self-defense. That said, I signed up for the qualification course at Gun for Hire and passed the exam on July 5th. A lot of things happened July 5th. 
Following the call, I utilized the notary and passport photo service provided at the range. That's the firearm notaries, by the way. Their schedule is online, firearm notaries. Following every step outlined on the New Jersey State Police website, once I had all my paperwork in order, I made copies of the documents and contacted my local PD to schedule a time to submit the application in person. On Friday, July 22nd, I met with the local PD to submit my app. I believe I'm the first person in my town, Midland Park, to go through this process, so I was met with a bit of uncertainty concerning the process. However, the officer was helpful and communicated to me that he would follow through with submitting my application to Bergen County Superior Court. Yesterday, I received an email from the firearms unit in my town indicating that he submitted my application to the Superior Court. Now that my application has reached this point, I'm curious if you may have any information in terms of other permits that have reached Bergen County Superior Court and what I can expect regarding the next steps. Would appreciate any feedback or additional guidance. Thank you for all the work your organizations are doing to support the 2A rights. Thanks, Matt. Well, Matt, Bergen County is slow rolling it. Uh, we're on top of it. Dan Schmutter's on top of it. A very high-profile criminal defense lawyer out of Bergen County, Adam Lusberg, he applied for his carry permit. And he's a criminal defense trial lawyer. I love him. Him and his wife were members of the range, salt of the earth people. He was one of the first to put his carry permit in in Bergen County, and he pretty much made it clear uh, to the everybody in, in, in Bergen <laughs> County that if he doesn't get his shit ASAP, he's suing everybody. <laughs> so... Uh, that's why I love him. So he'll he'll be he'll be spearing this with us with Dan Schmutter and everybody else. But Matt, we're working on it. Uh, there's been no movement in Bergen yet. It's one of one of the counties that there's been no move, movement left. So uh, we're trying our best, you know, to do what we can, and uh, we'll we'll keep you posted. But keep us posted as well. But it's truly shitty that Bergen County. These people, if you're not from New Jersey, these people in Bergen County, they pay taxes. Out the wazoo. Oh, yeah. They also have a thing called Blue Laws where you can't yep. shop on Sunday. Yep. All retail stores are closed on Sunday. Like our gun stores open on Sunday, right? Retail stores are closed there. So, uh, real quick, we have two NRA dinners coming up Friends of the NRA dinners, one in Hunterton Hills on October 14th, and the other one is September 18th over the bridge in Congress, New York. We also have the VFW Post 4290 is looking for any help they can possibly get. Support those who support you, Quarantine Crawl and all that other stuff. I love you guys. Join the organization. Share my show with people. Let's be the clearinghouse, the, the, the tip of the spear here where we share all of this information and keep everybody educated. Join the six 2A groups. Keep fighting. Keep me uh, in the loop with everything. Love you all almost, and thank you. Sandy, you're up to you. <laughs> Well, this is a call to arms to all veterans, please. A real quick call to arms. Uh, please join us in supporting Guiding Reigns, G-U-I-D-I-N-G-R-E-I-N-S dot org. They provide equine therapy to first responders, uh, to uh, uh, veterans, wounded warriors, all free of charge. If you are in need or if you can donate, please help us donate. Please help support these folks. Um, please go to guidingreigns.org. Well, it looks like you've done it again. You've wasted yet another perfectly good hour listening to Gun For Hire Radio. Gun For Hire Radio is a Counter Think Media production. The music used in this broadcast is managed by Cosmo Music, New York, New York. 
On behalf of our show host, Master Trainer Anthony Calandro, and the rest of the crew here at Gun For Hire Radio, we do love you so much, and uh, please support those who support us. Uh, God willing, Jesus tarries, and the batteries hold out from New Jersey and the beautiful foothills of the Carolinas. We will see you again next week. And I long to